I V M. On this episode of Paisa Paisa, Deepak Shanoi, founder CEO of Capital Mind, talks to me about portfolio management schemes (PMS). This new funky way of investing in the stock market that has come up in the last uh, couple of years. It's been around for a long time, but it's hot in the last few years. Deepak talks to me about how a PMS works, and you really want to hear that. Stay tuned for that episode. Folks, welcome to Pesa Pesa. I'm your host Anupam Gupta, B50 on Twitter. This is our Bangalore special. I've flown all the way from Bombay to Bangalore to meet Deepak Chanaik, founder of Capital Mind. We've done ton of uh, tons of recording out here. We've done a long format episode on a lot of topics, and our recent episode was on active versus passive investing in the stock market. This our final episode is going to be on PMS, portfolio management scheme. We are asking Deepak because Deepak runs a PMS at Capital Mind. The basics about this: who is it for? How does it work? What are the cost stuff? All of that stuff. Deepak, welcome back to Pesa Pesa. Thank you so much for all your time. I mean, we've been talking for like almost two hours out now. It's been a lot of fun. Let's now come to the final leg of our uh, of our recording and talk about this funky product called PMS. Okay, now ten years ago, it's existed for a very long period of time. It's come into fashion, I think, on a broader basis in the last three or five years because a lot of people have invested into it. Okay. Can you tell our listeners what exactly is a PMS, a portfolio management scheme? How is it different from a mutual fund, uh, and how does it operate? Thanks, Anupam. And you know, as a disclosure, we run a, a portfolio management service called Capital Mind Wealth. So mm. there is a bias here uh, that you must realize. Sure. PMSs are were started to be this Indian equivalent of hedge funds. Initially, in two thousand four onwards, the idea was to get people to invest uh, uh, their ex- excess money mm. uh, through managers in the market the market uh, the manager would put money into the market and they would uh, do a lot of things like investing in stocks and so on they were uh, allowed to charge a management fee mm. like mutual funds are but they were also allowed to charge a percentage of profits mm. so over time they became a vehicle that said listen i'll take your money i will take a management fee for that money and i will take a percentage of profits above a certain price above a certain return mm. so pmss can have these structures and but in order to not uh, to have only the more rich or affluent into these schemes because they're riskier i guess they, they want to have educated can be riskier okay because you know if you incentivize a person to to uh, uh, by saying you take a percentage of my profits mm. the guy is going to take more risk mm-hmm. so tends to be something that sebi wants to avoid uh, for a for the common man so mm. they have put a limit today of 25 lakh rupees per person mm. uh, that a that a pms needs to even start mm. but there is a kind of true blue hedge fund concept mm. called an eif in india where you have to put a minimum of 1 crore but that 1 crore gives the ability for the manager to do a lot of things mm. including you know go, hey, go long leverage the portfolio and all that stuff pmss aren't allowed to leverage okay. so if you give them 100 rupees they can only buy stuff worth 100 rupees mm. not worth 200 whereas an aif can do 200 sure. in typical us fashion that would be more close to a hedge fund than uh, an aif would be more close to a hedge fund than indian uh, pms okay. also the pms has to invest in securities in an account in your name okay versus a mutual fund where they mutual fund owns the securities yeah. here you have the owning rights voting rights so if uh, you don't like a policy of a certain company that you own in a pms you can actually vote against it yourself uh, or ask the pms manager to vote on your behalf against a resolution and so on you own the owning uh, voting rights and 
you are also therefore responsible for all the taxation mm. a mutual fund can sell a stock you will not have any tax incurred in india yet tomorrow that may happen but in a pms any sales by the mutual uh, by them by the manager happen in your account so mm. therefore you have to declare those gains in your income tax return mm. these are small differences in there the pms is is supposed to be individualized mm. a mutual fund is not mm. mutual fund will just say listen i'm going to put all my money into stocks mm. so you even if your money was not supposed to go 100% into stocks mm. if you invest in that mutual fund it's mm. going to go into stocks mm. Mm. whereas a mutual fund like ourselves and we do this at capital mind with all the time we assess the risk uh, taking ability of the individual mm. that who kinds up as a customer and he say for you i think it's only useful to take 60% of your portfolio in equities mm. 40% should be in debt debt and fixed income which is relatively more mm. uh, stable mm. so it performs a buffer for the portfolio on the risk side and i can do this for a different in a different way for different customers i can have one customer with 40% equity another customer with 80% equity a mutual fund can't do that so we they can just have different schemes which is 100% debt and 100% equity but it's the investor's responsibility to split it between the two mm. we can even dynamically adjust and say today you're 40% but tomorrow i can make you 50% yeah. so i as a pms manager get more flexibility perhaps to individualize or personalize mm. uh, some of the allocations i can actually say tell to say to somebody listen you work at tcs you're at a senior position therefore for you i will not buy the tcs stock mm. whereas for everybody else i might buy a tcs stock mm. i could say you will get a certain kind of portfolio and somebody else will get a completely different kind of portfolio mm. because their risk assessment is different or their uh, desire is different i could say for one person i will trade short term another person i will trade longer term okay so these are differences that pms can individualize for individual customers sure. uh, we tend to do some of them because uh, we can't do all of them as in create custom portfolios for everybody at capital mind wealth because it's not scalable if i have 5000 customers i don't that, yeah. I, i but I, if i do i can't really operate because i will go mad trying yeah. to do this so any for any semblance i'll have to restrict the options available hmm. but we do try to individualize as much as possible you have a minimum limit on pms right how much is that 25 lakhs is the minimum you have to actually give 25 lakhs hmm. uh, to start hmm. uh, but beyond that there is no limit so you hmm. can give 25 lakhs and 10000 and you hmm. can add on another 50000 or 10000 or even 1000 it doesn't matter beyond that the limits are uh, not relevant you can even have an sip for all you you know you can have which it. is what we encourage our customers to yeah. do because yeah. uh, investing is not a one time process yeah. it's usually a typical process and we you know pms you can charge entry and exit loads mm. uh, a mutual fund is only allowed to charge exit loads mm. so we uh, at capital mind wealth don't charge anything but mm. there are other pms that might charge you because they want your investments to stay with them for a certain time mm. uh, they also could be a certain fee for entry mm. so mm. they say 25 lakhs to enter but please give us another 2% as an entry fee mm. because they may be paying a distributor a commission to bring you on board mm. so uh, these commission structures are built into a lot of uh, portfolio management schemes whereas a mutual fund can't charge a lot of these we uh, at capital mind wealth we've kind of avoided it and kept it like a similar fee structure to a mutual fund saying only management fee and nothing else mm. but you know as as uh, you we've seen there are some costs which you will incur as a pms customer but not as a mutual fund customer like for mm. instance since we open a new dmat account there's a dmat fee mm. that's charged by the dmat provider mm. that's some 3 400 500 rupees per year we can't avoid that so yeah. that's just an extra fee that has to be charged but overall the difference between the two you should consider as personalization mm. 
and the kind of risk that the manager intends to take mm. should be clearly specified up front mm. when you're buying it when you're buying it because the more risky it is the more the lesser percentage of portfolio you might want to allocate to yeah. it so that gets me to the next question right what are the various elements of cost involved in investing your money in a pms okay now let's say that i have from somewhere i've got 25 lakhs to invest and i sign up um i don't know about capital mind at all okay so i guess my first question would either be a google search or some kind of website i might even go to my bank relationship manager or somebody or the other keep us jara batao mere ko kya hai now from that point of where i start searching till i write you the check of 25 lakhs can you tell us what are the elements of cost and how the process works so first thing that you should definitely demand is a disclosure document from any pms they are required to give it to you everybody has one on their website usually um, they will point you to it okay uh the fee structure typically should start and mm. should start mm. only after you decide to sign up okay there will be a need to create a demat account mm. there will be a need to open in some pmss they actually make you open a bank account as well okay you will have to give a power of attorney to the pms or to a custodian mm. uh in order to uh start the pms account in the first place that's because your demat account is like a bank account so you are giving someone else the authority to buy and sell your shares within that account you are doing it yourself yes, so, and therefore the power of attorney have i understood that correctly well there are two things first of all you when you give a demat poa huh? a power of attorney you actually tell somebody i have the right to debit or credit shares into this demat account. Okay. You don't okay. need shares to credit. You need sure. shares to. You need rights to debit. Okay. 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 So you need a power of attorney to be given to someone. That someone yeah. can be a custodian, uh, which is typically there for large PMSs. Yeah. We have one as Capital Mind. Yeah. Uh, or you could give it to the PMS itself. Okay. okay. The second okay. is a right to buy and sell on your, your behalf. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is important, and it goes only to the PMS. Okay. and you never give these kind of pos to your broker okay a broker cannot buy and sell shares on your behalf yeah. although many of them do it's illegal <laughs> yeah. it's uh, you have not given them any authority you they can only buy shares if you tell them i want you to buy yeah. x share so explicitly you tell your broker buy xyz share and sell xyz Se- share without yes. that the broker cannot, cannot operate operate but a pms manager can it's called a discretionary pms okay where a discretion is on the part of the fund manager he can say for anupam i am going to buy tcs mm. and anupam has no say in it correct okay anupam call me and say boss don't buy tcs i'll take my money back that's yeah. a different thing yeah. but when you have a large set of customers you don't want to make decisions on permission basis yeah. Yeah. you want to say listen i have decided to buy this stock everybody is going to get it so it's like giving him blanket permission ki boss mere liye jo khareedna hai khareed khareedo okay. and i operate within a framework yeah. so i can't go and buy some unlisted security mm. i can't go and uh randomly just uh, you know um, uh, buy my friends company shares go off the mandate go off the mandate yeah. so i i i can't buy commodities i can't buy currencies mm. i have to buy only stocks or mutual funds mm. uh, stuff that's de- regulated by sebi i even if i wanted to i could not buy an amazon share mm. uh because uh, those i i feel at least right now that you can't do a pms on sure, those sure, kind sure. of uh, okay, yeah. mechanisms but you can do a lot of things for discretion you can say i can increase my cash levels decrease my cash levels i can mm-hmm. invest in mutual funds for some part of the portfolio and and stocks for the other part of the portfolio mm-hmm. this kind of structure exists the costs that come to an individual who's a customer mm-hmm. will be they may be demat costs they may be entry fees they may be management fees mm-hmm. exit loads mm-hmm. profit sharing fee yeah. 
which is typically 20% of whatever profits are made. Yeah. And uh, uh, you may have a, you know, a sign-up fee, if you may. Mm. There may be two layers of entry fees. You're required to disclose all of this in the disclosure document yeah. and in the agreement that you give to the customer, but these are all part of it. Mm. Then there are custodian charges, DMAT charges, brokerage. Mm. Uh, you need to get a list of all the charges and mm. their rates from okay. the uh, PMS before you buy them. Okay. Uh, what would you say are the things to look out for? You know, for if I'm new to a PMS, what are the two or three things that I should look out for? So one thing is about how well they disclose their performance. In yeah. the sense, do they uh, hide it? Do they tell you that you do? I won't tell you which stocks you own. Some PMS do that yeah. because they don't. A lot of people, customers also have abused this yeah. and said, listen, you buy, you take 25 lakhs. Yeah. I will put five crores. Yeah. Whenever you buy a stock, I will buy the same stock. Front running or something of that. Back sort. running. Yeah, if back you, running. If yeah. you That's like so, saying that I give 25 lakhs to Capital Mind PMS, but I want him to tell me each and every day what he's buying and selling. So I go and tell my friend. So I run my own site portfolio. Correct in exactly the same manner but without paying you any fees which is why some of the larger PMSs say I won't tell you immediately yeah. when we buy yeah. we'll give you a 15 day lag 30 day lag mm. one quarter lag mm. so Sebi has some rules saying you can't go more than a quarter lag please tell people what they have that's effectively like saying that if I invest your money in 1st April you'll tell me only on 30th June what I hold in Correct. the PMS Correct. Okay, sure. Okay. which is a 30 day lag into this thing so what we've done at Capital Mind Wealth is to say listen it's a one day lag mm. I have no reason to hide it. You want to front run me, please go ahead and mm. front run me forever. Mm. You know, it's uh, uh, it's not a problem that I, I, I face. Mm. But um, to a lot of other PMSs, they want to keep this a secret. secret. So that's fine. And yeah. it's allowed. Mm. Uh, even for mutual funds, it's allowed. They only reveal it once a month. Yeah. And uh, there's not much point to that information because it's a snapshot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I see it five days later, the underlying portfolio could have changed. Could have changed, yeah. So, um, uh, the other point about uh, what to watch out for is the transparency in fees mm. and their operations mm. because they should be able to allow you to get in, get out, add more money, remove money. They mm. should be able to query you mm. uh, as, uh, as easily as possible. Mm. Um, the last thing is about, um, uh, you know, how um, the PMS is structured and whether they are true to the operation that they're kind of saying that they will. So we, we run an asset allocation PMS. Mm. So we allocate between equity and debt. We uh, regularly invest in so we actually do an, a daily bit by bit investment into the markets Okay. Um, so we do of course you know so there may be some times in which about 15 days nobody trades mm. uh, but largely some part of your money is getting deployed on a daily basis mm. uh, for most people in the in the PMS mm. so this is our operational structure mm. we've made this very clear to all our customers that are that are doing it other PMS may have a different operational structure. They may say, listen, you give me 50 lakhs, I will put that 50 lakhs on one day in one shot. Right, right. This is something that they need to communicate. And as long as you're comfortable with that, that's fine. Yeah. Because then you can time your investments. Instead of giving 25, 50 lakhs at one shot, you mm. may say, take 25 lakhs first, then I'll put 5 lakhs next month, then 5 lakhs next month. Mm. So I'll average it out. Mm. Because I know your operational process is not to uh, buy drip by drip, mm. but to buy in one shot. Mm. As long as they're transparent about it, you should, uh, you know, it's, it's a very good thing. Yeah. And overall, don't invest uh, in a PMS for short-term returns mm. unless that's the stated goal of the PMS because mm. most PMSs will invest in small mid-cap stocks, which may take five or six years to at realize minimum, yeah. at, at gain. So yeah. you'll see one or two years of underperformance. Uh, that's a given. Mm. And some of the biggest names in the industries uh, which have a one-year underperformance as, as I speak. Mm. And I think 
they're still great investments because the the guys that run them are phenomenal geniuses mm. and over time uh, they will recover all that they've lost mm-hmm. and final point about transparency right if a mutual fund to i get nvs each and every day what do i do out here so you are required to uh, report once a quarter at least okay but most will report on demand okay. some of them have a 15 day lag mm. we have a one day lag mm. so we report our system like an nav mm. so we have three elements there's an equity component a debt component and mm. a cash component okay so we report all three on a daily basis okay. we even report things like okay listen we've got so many dividends that have been declared but have not yet come into your account they will come into your account yeah. and so on so and you know so even the tax uh, part of the equation because the tax is yours yeah, yeah, yeah. we tell customers what their tax impact is going to be yeah. and we try to negate that impact in the sense if you have made a gain in one we'll actually book a small loss in another stock to offset, yeah. so to offset it so that you don't have to pay any tax yeah. small things but yeah. you know it saves people some effort so so transparency is really important you should know exactly what to whatever extent possible you should be able to know a final point fees for capital mind pms what what is the fees we are our overall charge is about 1.37 that's the net effective cost that you're going to see uh, we charge 1% okay. but then this gst and mm. sgt when we buy stuff we don't turn much so uh, on average i don't think our portfolio turnover will be more than 1x for uh, year probably uh, 1x is required because in the first year we'll at least invest all of your money mm. but uh, we will move some money from debt to equity because we do a you know a gradual investment into equities rather than one shot sure. uh, there is a one there is a little bit of custodian charge brokerage and a bunch of other things mm. so 1.4 is where i think our uh, effective management fees we don't charge a profit sharing fee an entry load an exit load or lock ins there are no such things so our, this is pretty much all you'll see Great. that's well uh, disclosure right okay. I, i i run it so and your money is in it my own money i mean we in the game we we are our own first customer fantastic so yeah. we've got that and we've got uh, our our partners have invested in it and mm. uh, you know friends and family is but we've taken care to not introduce a huge amount of money from our friends and family okay because uh, otherwise the you know if it's your own money you mostly your own money yeah. you don't care as much as uh, uh, for other people so okay. we we've said we'll keep our we'll add our money as uh, to keep ourselves less than 5% of AUM. Okay. So, uh, the website is? CapitalMindWealth.com Folks, go to CapitalMindWealth.com get to know about, more about the Bucks PMS. That is a wrap. Man, this lasted for almost two hours. It was a whole lot of fun. That, folks, is Deepak Shanoi, the founder of Capital Mind. He is Deepak Shanoi on Twitter. D-E-E-P-A-K-S-H-E-N-O-Y His website, his blog is CapitalMind.in You should really check out his blog. Reach, reach out to him on Twitter. He's among the very few people that I know from the market who patiently replies to a lot of his queries. And you can, you know, if you have any queries, please post it to him and I'm sure that he will reply. Deepak, thank you so much for taking this time out for us on this Bangalore's got fantastic weather, man. You know, the traffic is, I know it's not worth it, but on this nice cloudy day of 21 degrees temperature, uh, with a nifty at some 11,700, 29th August, uh, it's been such fun talking with you, Deepak. I hope it's been worthwhile for our listeners also. Thank you for doing this recording for us, Deepak Shiro. No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision.